baby! <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're absolutely right. Here, this kind of feels uh, maybe lazy a little bit. Welcome to Set Jetter Park. Some <laughs> <laughs> movie screenings. Why not, you know? Yeah, at that point, why not? It's got to be Saturday somewhere. It does sound familiar. It's hilarious. Say hello to my little friend! Hello! I think we did like five shows on this movie. <laughs> My name is Tom Cohen. You uh, bite your tongue if this is not hold up. Cream corn tonight. Cream, cream corn, corn tonight. tonight. You are too kind. Too honest. Well, that should be good corn time. It's a movie. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. You're listening to the podcast. We'll set you Saturdays. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore podcastle, as well as Robert at setjetter.com. And follow him on Instagram at set underscore jetter. How is your weekend, sir? Good. Busy. Running around. We got some nice weather, so I think spring is here. What's the what's the what's nice weather in Omaha right now? Um, it's like 70 or 60s today, so. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. For March, beautiful. yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got rid of daylight savings time or we're keeping <laughs> it, right? Uh, I I yeah, I'm all for this and I see I thought a lot of people would be and I see some people like up in arms about this and some of the restaurants are like, uh, oh, we're, the, our TV show is going to be on at Eastern time. And, the, you know, like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, I don't. Right. It doesn't matter. Just, no. And I'm sure, like, Alaskans are like, oh, I'm so sorry that. <laughs> right, our four hours isn't. of daylight yeah. <laughs> high suicide rates are nothing compared to your yeah. TV shows. Um, I was like, if that's the biggest, you know, we just, I would, to me, it's, it gets messier when we keep skipping enough back and forth. And I'm like, what, what the point of that, I think has been lost a long time ago. So the original point was to use less electricity, right? Correct. And just, um, theoretically have more, uh, productive time during the daylight, but, um, but it's different, you know, if you're daylight is different depending on what part of the U S you are, no matter what. So who, who cares? Yeah. Right. I, so how does it how does it work in 2023? We like we go back, we set the clocks back in October, then we go back next time and then we stay that way. I think so. Some of those like we it kind of reads if I read it like it permanently adopts daylight savings time. So we'll whatever whatever that happens. So, so the schedule so. that we're on right now. I think so. Will be it. Yeah. What I'm for. I'm all for that. It's an extra yeah. hour. of It gets darker later, basically. Yeah. Um, Who would be against that? I don't know. And it could be, you know, don't pay attention to the war in Ukraine. This this is the bigger topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because the daylight savings time, um, it's not like you actually lose or gain an hour. I mean, it, you do that day, yeah. but it adjusts back to 24 hours a day the next day anyway. So I don't see the argument. I don't I, know why we even had the freaking thing, to be honest I, with you. I agree that it should have been probably disbanded a long time ago. So. We'll we'll see. <laughs> There's a one of the myths is that Ben Franklin invented it, which is not mm. true. But I feel like Ben Franklin gets a lot of well-deserved praise, but he gets credited with a lot of crap. <laughs> like Ben Frank syphilis. Ben Franklin invented it. It's like, everything. I don't. I feel like there's a horror movie around here somewhere too. Like daylight savings time. The right. the horror movie. Hour yeah, yeah. You've lost an hour. Congratulations. <laughs> We have, a, we have a great show tonight. We're going to get into, uh, well, that didn't age well, which our television shows that, well, pretty much didn't age all that gracefully. Uh, but let's kick it off with what you've been watching. How about you, Robert? What's, uh, what's new? I've been busy. Um, I went to see The Batman. You have been busy. Yeah. 
um, last weekend. And I, I was, and like everybody said, enjoyable, a little long, but it was good. You enjoyed it. And uh, I went to see X, the new horror movie. How was it? Uh, it was pretty good. There's parts of it. I uh, Like my sister really liked it a lot. And my friend, I think, kind of liked it. And I was probably more on the other end. I was like, well, I'll never need to watch it again. But um, but yeah. yeah. And if for, for those listening, it probably is worth a watch, especially if you're a horror movie fan. Definitely stay through the credits because uh, there's a treat at the end. I'll just say that. Surprise treat. <laughs> I feel like we should always stay through the credits now because they do that more and more. Well, yeah. And thank you. Alamo is nice because I was like, the lights weren't coming up during the credits. And we took that as a cue, like, oh, there must be something. And we saw a couple other people waiting around. But but yeah, so. And I was most excited last week or the weekend half. Uh, got to see Prom Night 1980 in the on the big screen. Yes. Yeah. How never, was that on the big I, screen? I was so excited. I had never seen it on the big screen before. So I was I was thrilled. Where was that screening? Alamo. The Alamo. Do you ever get really drunk and have a long weekend? <laughs> and on Monday they go, Robert, do you remember anything from this weekend? And you say, I remember the Alamo. Uh, I have not, but I was going to say, I have no reason. I like one. I don't really get drunk or I'm not too much of a drinker, but I no. would still have weekends. Like what happened this weekend? I'm like, I have no idea. I, I drink yeah. too much diet Coke is the problem. So no shame in this. As part of me wipes out a lot of memory cells. So that's why I have to I, write stuff down. I feel like with the pandemic, the last two years have all bled together anyway. So you're like, what was 2019? But then 2020 and 2021 kind of bleed together. Yeah. So you're like, I don't, I don't know what's what. Yeah. Um, plus, I saw about 10 other films at South by Southwest Film Festival. So yes, that you were was at Mighty whole, Mighty South by Southwest. Yeah. On, virtually, virtually. So um, right. I was most excited to see there's a documentary called Still Working Nine to Five. So uh, it's partially kind of behind the scenes, what happened and all the leads were, you know, talking about, you know, what it was to try to make it and how they wrote it and, and what it kind of became. Uh, but other hat part of it is just the whole, like, we're continually not paying women what they deserve to be paid. And um, 40 years later, it's still the same problem. But it was right. Great. I saw you were watching that. So it's a documentary. Yeah. But um, Jane, Lily, Dolly, um, Dabney Coleman, they're all back to talk about it um so it was nice to see them kind of reminisce that's a nice touch and they talked yeah. about pay inequality yeah oh absolutely so because that was kind of the whole point of the film you know jane fonda uh there was actually a group way before the before the film uh was ever made or, or written uh called nine to five and their whole point was to get get that you know get women paid what they deserve and uh, at least equal to men um, and it, one, it, you look back and it seems ridiculous, but obviously we're still dealing with that today. Yeah. It's kind of a sad take on it. That it was, what year was it made? 82? 1980. And it's still, there's still it's that still, problem. Yep. Absolutely. So, uh, well, well worth a watch. Um, if you're a nine to five fan, um, it, it's just good to see some deleted scenes and, and, uh, especially Lily Tomlin kept bowing out of it because she didn't think it was funny enough or thought the jokes were too hokey um but she always said i was wrong every time i, I said oh this joke is not going to work and the director said just it'll be fine and she goes i would sit with the audience and they would just erupt with laughter and she goes well i guess i guess i'm wrong yeah. i guess yeah, yeah. What, how, okay so how many movies did you watch from south by south uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve Oh, that's a lot. That's a good yeah, crunch time. Yeah, so that's good crunch time. Favorite movie, um, and I think it won our award at the festival. It's called "I Love My Dad," uh, 
Um, not a horror movie. Uh, it stars Patton Oswalt. Uh, he's for less. He has an estranged son that has blocked him on Facebook and blocked him from his life. And uh, he just trying to reach out to him. So he de- decides to make a Facebook profile uh, based on the waitress he saw <laughs> uh, to romantically lure him so he could communicate with his son. And you can imagine cringeworthy, cringeworthy humor ensues. So Patton Oswalt's character creates a fictitious Facebook account of a waitress that his son was interested in. Well, yeah, well, he, just to get one to contact his son, um, to, you know, to say, hey, talk to me and see what's going on in his life. And then, of course, the son becomes romantically interested in his catfishing. Um, and then it, it's good. It, it is it is it, it'll do well. The lighthearted comedy is what you're trying to say. It, it There's parts where you're like, oh, you know, like this is not going, but they, they do it really well. And oh, nice. It, who who been, plays his son? Um, he was, uh, I can't remember. He was on American Horror Story and I can't remember, um, his name right offhand, but he, he's kind okay. of the standout as well. So. South by so Southwest. That, I like it. I like that. You that's that. a good, that's a good stuff. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I haven't been watching really anything new show wise. I've been watching a bunch of movies, but I don't think I've, I rewatched the entire, the office. I rewatched that. Yeah. So the, I'll tell you what the, have you seen the office? Like the whole run? Yes live like first first run i haven't re- and first run plus hotel rewatching okay so like for me i'm a big office fan the office kind of ended when steve carell left the show because there's a few episodes after he leaves i think which are brilliant but like once you get into season nine i don't think there's been and i mean this sincerely without being rude i don't think there's been worse writing or jump in the shark than the office has i mean you went from like this brilliant underrated show it was never that high in the ratings when it was on like so underrated to just like writers faxing in like the script (laughs) i mean there's like the british chick who was like do you remember her like yeah yeah funny and she's like i'm just taking your desk and not moving and like andy's like on a on a boat because he was filming like hangover three and you know, like anything goes in this office, like David Wallace buys the company again, like Pam's doing murals in the warehouse. Like it was just all over the place. So they had, rewa- they had money to make. They had money to make like rewatching that. I mean, every episode in the, in the bad season, as I call it, the dark years. Yeah. There's always a few funny things like Dwight's always consistent. But like, I just feel like it was just so bad. I don't think I'll ever watch. Just end it again. They, yeah. For some reason, I, I remember. I don't I thought, remember being that bad. I think writers that. left at the same time onto other shows for some reason, I thought. So that could also not help when you lose that. Yeah. Like, I, I, do you remember like Robert California? Oh, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> and then like his wife's in there trying to get a job and he's like, nobody works, you know, like nobody's working there. <laughs> and well, the it is. Season. I guess I was gonna say it is LA, but it's not. It's Scranton. But, it's uh, Scranton. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought. Did you? I mean, did you, did you think like the last season was just so bad? It teetered, whatever. But you also felt like this was the final gasp, so you just kind of saw it through the end. You know, you and we do that with, with a lot of shows that you're yeah. like, well, out of respect, we will watch the rest of it. Kim <laughs> Sports Company. That was the other thing. Uh, working like two jobs. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. What do you like? Philadelphia and Scranton is quite the hype. You're talking like a two and a half hour drive. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. It was just so bizarre. But it's over now. But it's over now. 
Um, and I finished Pam and Tommy. I don't know if we talked oh, about that. Yeah, I don't know if we did. So um, I liked it for them. I think it ended. I wasn't quite sure. You get just it's. I was, I was just thinking thinking of the stand. You have a great beginning and and part of middle act, and they're like, well, where does it go from here? If we know what's what do you do? Yeah, this is and plus it's we see none of this is going to be a surprise to us. So how how do you what's the capper? And I was kind of curious. I'm like, well, how, at what point are they going to end it? Saying, well. That's the end of that. And I guess it was kind of the end of their relationship. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they did everything they could with Pam and Tommy. I think they hit, you know, all the top cylinders that they needed. They did the pop culture references. They told the story. Sebastian um, Stan, kind of a one note actor, as we talked about. But mm-hmm. I felt like uh, who's it? Lily James that plays. Yeah, Pam? Sh- she was great. I mean, yeah. all she the way was through. great. Yeah. When she leaves him and she says, like, it's over. Um, I did like that they had Motley Crue playing outside of Tower Records and they showed like 90s kids looking at them like, what is this? Because I remember being a teenager in the 90s and you did, you know, in like 96, 97. Yeah, we would look at these like metal bands like the hell were they thinking? And they were still trying. And I I totally forgot until I saw that scene. I'm like, oh, yeah, they they did their best to say, hey, how can we capture some of this audience? And it just didn't. It didn't work for either. No fan, not new fans or old fans. You know, they didn't. It just didn't work. Yeah, I remember when Motley Crue came out with their like '97 album uh, or '96 around that time, and they were still they had like a music video on MTV, and they were still doing like the '80s like metal thing. And I'm just like, this is so weird. Like, what are they doing? You know, I don't know. So, but and I so I heard that she's doing her own maybe documentary because of of course they they fictionalized quite a bit. Or, or yeah she's so, pissed. Uh, she's not too yeah, happy with it yeah so um i'll be kind of curious to see what her, her point of view but um i think she should be at least happy with i think her portrayal i think was done well. yeah yeah she's coming out with her or her, i read that she was in talks to do her own spin to set this, the thing straight but i think like you said it's a documentary yeah i don't know what she, <laughs> she tried to play herself again i don't know <laughs> she would she wouldn't want to relive all that but yeah but and i'd be curious yeah to get her her point of view and um but i think if anything uh, did pam and tommy was it like yeah. a hulu original yeah yeah okay all right interesting so, and i do want to give one more plug i just happened to come across um on hbo max there's a short called please hold and i think it's oscar nominated as well so it's worth i think it's like an 18 minute so i thought it was done pretty well please hold yep that was the line you used to say when you worked at Omaha Steaks when <laughs> Warren Buffett was like, hey, I need to get 20 yeah. steaks. You go, Please hold. Please hold. Is Omaha Steaks a big thing still? Uh, I guess. I don't know. I guess people still love red meat. <laughs> That's somewhere in Texas Chainsaw. Everybody loves good meat. <laughs> but uh, okay. So check out that movie, Please Hold. That was a good recap. Uh, yep. What you've been watching. And now a fabled segment called, Well, That Didn't Age Well. And Robert, I'm very excited for this list because we've covered, you know, different television topics in the past, but with like cancel culture and everything like that, I just want to have a disclosure. For me, not aging well doesn't mean like you should write it off. I I just feel like you should go in there watching something with the mindset like, okay, this was okay at the time, but not good now. But I don't, to the listeners, I don't think you should write off really any of these shows. It's just no. a matter of like responsibility, social responsibility. Yeah. 
And part of why I'm talking like that is if we're like authoritative. (laughs) Now you're just throwing up all sorts of red flags for. (laughs) (laughs) But don't 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 you agree though? Like uh, there are certain things in like old Disney movies that you're like, wow, that's kind of. But it's not like I don't throw it out. Yeah, Um, it's you know I don't say well I'm not watching the Naked Gun movies again because OJ's in it. You know, like right, exactly. We deal with it. So okay, so well that didn't age well. I'll start off. I put Seinfeld with the emphasis on certain episodes. Mm. Um, I feel like Seinfeld's a timeless show. It still brings in great viewings, um, but there are certain episodes and certain topics that you just, they don't age well. Uh, things with like the, the Asian episode where, <laughs> you know, Donna Chang and they don't know if she's Asian or not. And she, they, there's some racial stereotypes in there that just yeah. ew, tough to watch. Um, no. But yeah. Could they do, do that? I don't think they could do that now. I was just trying to think under what guys or would this be like super edgy comedy if they tried to do it now? And then I don't know. Yeah, like the, the basis of the jokes work, but you would have to do it for something different today. Yeah. You know, like uh, somebody uses military slogans and they're like, you know, you're not in the army. But <laughs> like in that episode that I'm thinking of with Donna Chang, she'd be just she would use say different words as if she had an Asian accent. She was a mm-hmm. white woman. And it just did not hold over. Very did not. Well. I don't. I barely remember that. So, but um, yeah, and I don't revisit Seinfeld too often. I don't. It you know? became kind of one that, like, if you're flipping through channels and you see an episode, I'm like, it's like, oh, and then you watch it. I'm like, you feel like you watch one episode of Seinfeld. I'm like, I don't need to binge watch anymore. Like, <laughs> I got right, what they're doing. Yeah. Even though I still love uh, our favorite movie within a TV show is Sack Lunch. <laughs> Have fun seeing sack lunch. I don't know why. <laughs> and they're all like in the paper bag. Yeah. I yeah, actually I do yeah. love the Seinfeld movies and movies where they're like, we're going to see the English patient. Have fun seeing yeah. Blame It on the Rain. Like, like uh, yeah. Like the fake movies they make up are great. Correct. Yeah. So for some reason, that one sticks out. And then um, I think when Kramer was trying to be movie phone, so he'd call up or people would call him and he'd, and people would like get frustrated. He's like, why don't you just tell me what movie you want to see? Why don't you just tell me what movie you want to see? Kramer? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah. yeah. That was a great episode. But yeah, I agree for some part. It's like, it's a little creaky, but a little creaky. Yeah. Um, what do you have for your first? Um, you also have this on. And this is the first thing that kept coming to mind is the Cosby show. So, uh, <laughs> and not, not to say like, this is, I'm like, well, I don't know if I can actually ever watch this again. I don't know if it'll ever really broadcast no again. i don't think so. i don't know i think roseanne will be they're already yeah. like playing that again but uh or it is broadcast and cosby though i don't think they're going to touch that yeah i just but he's innocent robert he got released from prison <laughs> that is true yeah that is true can you believe uh, that happened i anything can happen in america of course Anything can happen in, in pennsylvania <laughs> i read that and i'm like who does he know on like the Supreme Court board that overturned that because that that is bizarre that he uh, got out. If that yeah. were just a regular black man that wasn't famous, they wouldn't have given him a second chance. So I'm sorry to say that, yeah. but like, yeah, it's it's true. But uh, I couldn't believe that. Anyway, Cosby Show does not age well. If correct. you look at what he's done and just seeing him playing that lovable kind of dad. Yeah, it's like sociopathic. And part of me also, like, I was a fan of the cut, like, that I probably wouldn't have aged well, even no matter what, as 80s, 90s uh, sitcoms 
likely right. to age well to begin with. But no. Yeah. See, I've only seen like two episodes of the Cosby show. Yeah. So I, it was never like my thing. Yeah. Most of the cons don't age, age well for different reasons, but yeah, a variety of reasons. That's true. Um, okay. We, we had the Cosby show. Um, you have, and couldn't agree more, <sighs> Roseanne. <laughs> Dang. It, it, Rosie. It, it, it was good in the beginning. Um, and then uh, it got, bitter you know and so i definitely applaud roseanne for at the time that she was bringing up issues that uh, other shows and would avoid um oh, yeah. but then it got awful and then i was like i just uh one and i didn't watch the reboot and that's when she kind of lost it a little and i'm like yeah i don't i don't need her i don't need her in my movie collection yeah um i i agree with you she tackled issues that nobody was touching at the time she showed like the real scars of working class American families, which was kind of cool. Not every episode ended with a hug and like everything's buttoned up. Like they struggled um, gay rights. She talked about uh, spousal or domestic violence. So I give her a lot of credit for that, but um, man, that show really took a downfall with like the lottery and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so- it was like the office season nine at the end, there was like Gilligan's Island episodes and like, dream sequences yeah with, like earnest like it was just bizarre they got to that year where they ran out of ideas and it was painfully obvious and then fully obvious uh, yeah and i think bro you know things have changed a little bit that they were had to you know contracted to have 22 episodes that is a lot of a filler lot. filler episodes that um you'd have some great episodes i think think about her halloween episodes those were like must see TV. So you're like, oh, it's gonna be the the Halloween episode at Roseanne yeah. was always good. Yeah, so. yeah, they were good. I'll still watch the earlier seasons once in a while. Oh yeah, I did see the reboot. Um, you know, it was okay. They modernized it pretty well, I think, as to how they would really be. Um, I did. I actually saw a taping of the Connors and Burbank. Oh really? Yeah. It, it, I wasn't a big fan of the show. I give them credit for going on and not just mm-hmm. people losing their jobs, but I mean. I don't think we need more Roseanne. There's money to be made. <laughs> <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Yeah. Clean corn tonight. <laughs> but yeah, Roseanne's a good one. I have Full House on mine. Um, now, Full House, okay. I won't even, I'm not even going to mention Fuller House. That doesn't exist in my world. But I didn't rewatch Full House after Bob Saget died. You know, America's dad, I watched as a kid. Yeah. And it just, there's no, uh, there's no substance there. It's just cute, funny life lessons. Um, and really cheesy humor. I just, I it, even for today, it, it doesn't hold up. I've never seen an episode, so I, I'll trust you on that one. Yeah, it's not. It's like Dave Coulier going making like animal noises, and you're like, <laughs> oh. But I guess people loved it because it it brought in a lot of ratings. It yeah, it still did apparently. So I'm some nostalgia <laughs> there. So yeah. Um, okay, so what do you have for your third? Uh, one? I put married with children. Um, it's it's also one of those. Yeah. There's like, well, it was cutting edge is probably the, the wrong term for at the time, but it was it was kind of it was an out there sitcom. Now we're kind of we we don't want normalcy, you know, families. But at the time, there there was kind of the first like non like Donna Reedish, you know, Brady Bunch. Yeah, he family. had his hand in his pants during the opening. Oh, class. yeah, for the whole time or whatever. And so, <laughs> but, and it was, and, and that's where you go back. I'm like, well, obviously Pet? he was kind of misogynist character, but 
he never there was no character arc for him at all you know it was just like no. so yeah i was <laughs> like what what was the point of uh yeah what was the point of that i show? don't know but also it was so weird watching it because they had love and marriage the frank sinatra song as the opening credits which is yeah. an oxymoron <laughs> like i get why you're using it but it was so weird to see like hear this like beautiful frank sinatra song and then yeah. see like a guy with see his that. hand in his pants i'm like what is going on here good juxtaposition absolutely marcy hey. darcy yeah. <laughs> yeah marcy darcy greg didn't marcy change husbands like didn't they switch husbands i feel like show? she did and so whatever and then it like got to slouch, be and then a yeah dude and then it got to be uh so popular i remember called happy days moments where <laughs> some character would walk in for the first time in the show and there'd be applause <laughs> for 30 seconds and then everybody just be like staring at each other like going on yeah and then let the applause die down and then start the scene and i'm like well if this was real life it'd just be awkward silence (laughs) like like, can i help you marcy (laughs) they did that with seinfeld too when kramer would come in yeah like Uh by season four yeah like 10 20 seconds yeah also too you know what i you know what's funny (laughs) the characters would have to find something to do (laughs) you know they'd be fiddling around with cereal boxes well my head goes where your your head goes when you talk about like if that were real life it's awkward silence because in every movie and TV show, whenever something happens and they cut to them coming home, they make it sound like they never spoke in the car. Like, well, that could have went better at the restaurant. It's like, you just had 20 minutes to discuss that. Did you yeah. wait? You know? I call so, that George Lucas filmmaking. <laughs> where? Family Guy made fun of that. They're like, well, glad we didn't talk in the car that whole two minutes. And now we can address what just happened. Has somebody made it silent? You know, I'm sure somebody with good editing skills, you know, took out the laugh track. So there's just awkward silences. Uh, <laughs> no, but they did that with Rocky three in the the scene where they're on the beach, dance, like splashing each other in the water to the uh, eye of the tiger. Somebody did it without the sound and just the water. So it's really just two grown men splashing each other in the water for like 30 seconds laughing. It, uh, it's bizarre. I need to look for that. So it's amazing. But I agree with married with children. I have dragnet for mine. I like so you've dragnet, talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. Dragnet was a TV show and a radio show. I'm specifically talking about the later TV show from 1968 to 71 or 67 to 70. Yeah. I still like it. It's still a fun police procedural, but there's a lot of topics specifically on drugs and things like that, that just don't age well. 1950s. Well, it's LA in the sixties and some kid is selling a joint. And next thing you know, he's arrested downtown. Like, you're throwing your life away, son. How about the kid that's looking up at the sun going blind because he wanted to smoke pot? That's what you're headed to. And you're like, it's just a joint. Like, come on. It's just funny. It doesn't age well. Um, I have, I don't, maybe, I don't think this maybe once started. Well, I don't know. Glee. Ooh, a controversial topic. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. There's like, this is a mixture of uh, actors gone wrong and now deceased and whatever and i was like can you yeah you know, watch this show and enjoy it i don't know probably not now so you're basing it mostly off of like off-screen kind of thing kind of yeah so whereas like was like well you know <laughs> yeah they, you know these high schoolers i'm putting in quotes you know and like oh they have you know all these problems or whatever but you're thinking well behind the scenes is the real <laughs> yeah it's the drama. real drama uh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, was it Mark Salinger? You know, like, I was like, well, can we watch him now? Like, he was like one of those, like, he, the kind of awful 
child porn that he was the possessor of and so forth. It's like, yeah, I don't need to see him. He was on um he and Glee. Was that his name? No, no. I I don't oh, I've never seen the show. I'm just okay. I remember hearing like I know that guy Corey or somebody died from like a Mark, drug Mark Sailing. Mark Sailing, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Corey Monty, yeah, he overdosed. Um but and we actually I remember we we saw Glee filming when we were at Paramount once, I remember. Because uh they're filming some scene and there's school buses and then Leah Michelle came up on her bike. <laughs> um and she she's kind of wanted attention, I think. And she's like, do, do you know where Video Village is? And all of us like literally gave her nothing. We're like, no, probably over there. She's like, oh, okay, thanks. And I think she was wanting people to like, oh, it's Leah Michelle. But we're like, yeah, not impressed. None yeah. of us. <laughs> Not impressed. We got, we gave her nothing. We're not concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point, though. Uh, so, Glade, that's a good one. But yeah, Mark Sailing. I think it's Sailing. Um, yeah. I just looked him up. It's Mark yeah. Sailing. He died. Uh, yeah. Actually, I was in LA. <laughs> this is sound really morbid. I was doing locations with my friend. Oh, and no. then um, this came across the news that he committed suicide. And we were a couple miles from his house. So, we drove right up to his house. Oh, really? Sheriffs and stuff like uh, in his driveway. Like literally, it was just uh, TV crews were uh, right behind us, like arriving to his. I think his house, and then uh, it was not too. The, did you shoot the image? Uh, yeah, I have pictures. Yeah, um, and then um, we don't wait too too more, but but then uh, it was a few miles away. Where uh, in a park uh, where he hung himself. That uh, we kind of stopped by there too. We didn't go. He, he hung looking. himself in a park. Yeah. Well, that's the news story. I have oh. different. I have different theories, but uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. What's your theory? Uh, I think he was Epstein, probably. Really? Uh, it's my. That's I never my, penned you as a conspiracy theorist. I I don't know if I wouldn't call it conspiracy if it's true. <laughs> so Mark Sailing, you think he was he was taken out? That's what I think. Yeah. Hollywood bigwigs. I think that's what I think. Well, if that's true, though, why is Corey Feldman still alive? Uh, <laughs> I, Co- Corey way, be not you, like that. Have you seen Corey Feldman's latest video on his YouTube channel? No. It's called The Comeback King. Oh. It's him dressed as Michael Jackson. He's trying to sing like Michael Jackson. Saying, Currently? He's the comeback king. Yeah, it's a real video. Mm-hmm. He's not the comeback king. He played the chubby kid in 80s movies. I don't know gotcha. why. He thinks he's the comeback king, but you watch the video and I tell you what, you won't be able to stop. And he Mm. leaves the comments on. (laughs) That's like the most brave thing I've ever seen. He left the comments on and he went through them and like loved certain comments that he liked. Nice. So, well, good for him. So he, he was at a horror convention and obviously I'm a huge fan of Friday the the final chapter. And uh, because Corey current Corey is different than final chapter Corey. I was like, it's like, Oh, I'm not going to even go get an autograph or picture. Um, but uh, I remember he was on the, he was on the the panel and I was like, Oh, he's actually now granted. He had, I think two angels bring him in. <laughs> and then uh, he, he eventually took off his sunglasses, but he actually came across as pretty down to earth. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, so maybe he's not, all way out there like i thought so um so i actually did i went and got a picture and autographed from him so that's pretty cool yeah i like Corey feldman yeah 
he's uh he's uh, he's reachable. You can like get t- get in touch with him easily. Yeah, yeah, for a um, fee. For <laughs> for a fee. Um, okay, so uh, my final one I have all in the family. Um, it it's still uh, there's still funny comedic value to it. I should yeah. say that, but there's a lot of jokes that are just downright racist that just don't hold up. But were they were they racist though on purpose to make a point though? I mean, you can't say that today. For example, yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. is there one episode who I love deeply. I, I love Sammy Davis. Uh, and he's talking to Carol O'Connor and he's like, now, Sammy, I understand that you're black. You can't t- you can't help that. But why are you Jew? You know, like it's like they're, they're trying to capitalize on like the 70s blue collar old white guy in, yeah. in, in New York. But uh, you just can't say that stuff today. So when you rewatch it, it doesn't really. Doesn't really hold up. I was thinking, but Rob Reiner gets got a start on it. You can see young young Rob Reiner, Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers. I I was talking about her today. She's one of my favorite uh, interactions at the Hollywood show. Oh, really, Sally Struthers? (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, oh, I see. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. And so I thought, oh, I'll get a picture with her. And so I enjoyed every moment with her. She's a sweetheart. She is. Rob Reiner's just a lovely guy. Yes, I Um, I met him once actually. Did you? Yeah, I didn't have anything to say except for like, I hey. love the American president. <laughs> that is one that you talk about. Yeah, I do. I love that movie. Did he give you a look like out of everything? No, no. He was Not, like, <laughs> nice. I didn't bother him. He was eating at a table and I was like walking out of a restaurant and I don't ever like to bother people really. Yeah. So I just said it in passing. Like, I'm leaving, well, but I see you, you know, like I don't, yeah. I don't want to get ever get involved, but, but he's, he's, a, I think he's a nice guy. And I, I just sit down at people's tables. I don't, I think you should. And you should eat a fry. Like pick up a French fry. Yeah. But um, what do you have? You did you watch All in the Family? Were you like a fan? Um, I I, I watched some of it live. <laughs> I'm from the I'm that old. Wow. That I remember uh, awesome. seeing it, but but it was also kind of way over my head, you know. Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff, and then uh, I do remember vaguely what was Art was it Archie's bar. I can't remember. I, they did a spinoff. Archie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just pieces of it, but it was kind of like more adult humor, so it was kind of over my head. It wasn't as exciting as the Dukes of Hazard and Wonder Woman. By the way, uh, all the family, and I'm not knocking the show, it, it's still a, a hilarious That's to me show. like you're knocking the show. No, they, they touched on things, though, like speaking of Roseanne, all the family did like a rape episode, like they were tackling issues that were like unheard of at the time, so that was a landmark show. Yeah, and I think that's why I was kind of, I was like, question you, but I was like, um, because at that time, um, Norman Lear was making Maude and uh, all these shows that were, uh, I wouldn't even say slipping in, you know, they were actually just head-on issues that somehow got past the networks, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think his shows were so successful that they couldn't not do what he said, you know. He was yeah, right. the Ryan Murphy of this. <laughs> oh, he did. Ryan Murphy didn't reinvent the wheel. Oh my god! Uh, but okay. So all in the family. And what do you have for your next yeah. one, sir? Um, I went, and I'm not quite sure because I go back and forth. I, I did put the love boat. The love boat. Why <laughs> is it not love? I've never seen it. I was like, because it's cringe to watch, you know, like because wow. they're like, you know, like you know, like oh, who's the episode, you know? And eventually, they kind of ran out of old stars, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> to have on. And so you were like, oh, what subplot are they going to be? And we're like, who's the doctor going to sleep with now? Um, but was yeah. It, so, it, was it a uh, film from a live audience kind of thing? No, it was filmed on a stage. But yeah, not, not live audience. I think they did have a laugh track, though, because you had to at that time to, to know what to laugh at, because otherwise it wasn't apparent. <laughs> right, okay. Like Happy Days. Yeah. Yeah, and Happy Days. I think Happy Days actually might have been filmed in front of a live audience, but but not the Love Boat. But but at the time, it's like it was Saturday night, must stay home TV to watch the Love Boat and Fantasy Island. What is Fantasy Island? Oh my gosh! Now you're just making me feel old. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of it. Is it like up there with like Dynasty and Knots Landing? Yeah, it was an '80s staple. You know, where uh, okay. guests would arrive at a, a, an island and their fantasies come true. But it was actually pretty dark. Uh, cause you know, like she wants to recapture her old love. And of course it, we realized that was the worst thing that she could possibly do and stuff like that, but not, not murder death type stuff, but it was just kind of, kind of took some dark twists. Okay. All right. I like that. You've seen these and that you understand what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So love boat. It's just a little cringe. It's just cringy. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, it's like not rewatchable. And you're like, well, who had we sit through that? <laughs> How did we do that? Yeah, there's nothing else on. We had three channels. I'm like, well, it's this or who this knows what. Yeah. Um, and finally, Robert put down, and I happen to agree with you, House of Cards. Uh, and it's one of those. It could have been ones that like started so well. Um, and then um, obviously the cast was great. The writing was great. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Kevin Spacey was great. His character was good, too spot on. And then when obviously kind of he had to leave, I think they should have just not dragged it out another season because it was just, it limped to an ending. And I was like, well, it it was just too forced. Right. Okay. So it was, it was insisting upon itself. Yeah. It was just like, I just felt like in retrospect, they probably should have, you know, when uh, Kevin Spacey was out of the picture, that should just been also the end of the show. And they tried to kind of do it without him. So like the Connors, you know, <laughs> right. It's just like, well, that was an important ingredient, and for better or for worse, you take that ingredient out, and the the recipe's not the same. It's like taking pizza in Omaha without the Godfathers, you know. You just can't, or without Varsity Pizza, without Varsity, yeah. Good. Or Godfathers, you know. You did eat Godfathers though in the past two months. I, I did. It was it was oh it was good. Yeah, <laughs> I know I you've been waiting. It. I have. Is there Godfather's other places? And it's not just no. I've never thing, seen yeah. it, but I okay. wish there were. It's in the you movie know, I, Election. Yes, and I actually I did see the Godfather actually filming a commercial in L.A. at Warner Brothers. So oh, <laughs> it, really? it must have some national. Yeah, because I was like, they were like, oh, they're filming over here, and I recognized the Godfather. So awesome. Yeah, I'm not sure what. When you go in there, do you say, uh, "I like to order." Uh, a large pepperoni with the side of the, the onions is business. <laughs> like, I'm, sir, please. It's like, shut up. Yeah, I'm not sure if anybody does. Who goes into a pizza place anymore? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Yeah. Have you ever eaten at a pizza hut? Oh, years ago. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we all, you, you, you're probably too young. But yeah, so yeah, that was the only way to eat pizza is Pizza Hut and the big red glasses and. I, I remember th- as a kid yeah. going there and it was fun and good, but then they kind of like, we stopped going or, and it wasn't like a thing anymore, but they still exist. I yeah. see commercials all the time for them. 
Um, now I couldn't tell you what one is. Yeah, I now you say, so it's probably been 20 years ago, but I do remember because my friend would want to meet me for lunch and he would always want to go to the Pizza Hut. Uh, really? It'd be all you can eat Pizza Hut bar, you know, like. Yeah. But, and I was yeah, like, the bar. it just felt not clean. <laughs> no, it, it didn't feel clean. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I went, I was in middle school and we went yeah. with like some friends. And I just remember feeling like it was dirty. Like some yeah. girl came up to us that somebody knew and she was like smoking a cigarette in the open. <laughs> and I was like, this place is like trashy, but I like, I wanted to like it so much. Yeah. I don't know. And, and they've tried to keep reinventing themselves and they just haven't been too successful, but pizza didn't match the, the signs. Is this Canadian bacon? I can't tell. <laughs> I'm, a ve- I'm a vegetarian. Just eat yeah. it. I don't want just, to. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's all- <laughs> It's like Bane from Dark Knight in there. It's like, let the bacon begin. I did uh, have Cinnabon, though. I haven't had Cinnabon literally oh, since high school. Yeah, how? I guess I thought it was only shows up in airports, but apparently. I didn't either, but we went there twice this past month because I just, oh. we just kept eating them. Hmm. And I, th- I credit Better Call Saul because he works at Cinnabon in Omaha. Gotcha. And the product placement worked. And I was like, you know, I want to get some Cinnabon. And it was delicious, but you can only really get it once in a while because they're like 1,600 calories per oh, cinnamon. Yeah, that's it for the week for you. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, so um, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to get you some Cinnabon and Pizza Hut and see what you think. Um, yeah, not, not helping my diet, but... No. <laughs> oh, you don't need a diet. Robert doesn't age uh, or gain weight. You are wrong on both. Wrong on both. <laughs> Very wrong on both, yeah. Um, I did. I did see Sean Caden last weekend. Oh yeah, how was that? Was it a book signing? What was going on? It was a book signing, but it was more of like he was promoting the book, so he gave like uh, he read some excerpts from the thing. Um, Somebody they did a Q and A, which I'll be honest, a lot of questions were really cringe. I I felt kind of bad for him. Um, A lot of people there just for Cobra Kai, obviously. So a lot of the questions were like, "Who would win in a fight? You or you know William Zabka?" he was a great sport about it. Sean's yeah. like, well, Mike Barnes would win in a fight, but me, I don't know. I don't really fight people. And he yeah. was like trying to keep it going. Yeah. Um, and then somebody asked like, can you do a karate move? And I was like, oh. and he did. He like did this karate yeah. move and he nailed it. So I was like, I got to give him credit. He's such a good sport with like rolling with it. But, you know, there are, there are a lot of people that are asking good questions. Like, how did you feel to write this book? Or what were you like in this part of your life? Mm-hmm. But then, they're like, okay, guys, one more question. Somebody's like, who would win in a fight? You were chosen. And I'm like, oh, gosh. you know, so we, I've sat through, I don't know how many Q and A's at film festivals and, and they're almost all, if they're unmoderated, they're almost always just awful. And you're down in your seat and you, you feel bad for the people on stage. And, and right. the best Q and A's have been the virtual ones because they pick the good questions rather than, can I have a hug? You know, like get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why they need to be moderated. Yeah. You have questions that are pre-read, like, okay, yeah. you're not going to ask crap. Um, and every time is there, like, there's certain, like, like Sl- Slam Dance always had the like, same questions, like, what'd you shoot it on? Or like, the red five. And people are like, oh, how many days you should shoot? And there was this formula. If it's under 20 days, you got a woo. And if it's over 20 days, it was just silent. Oh, you know. Silence. <laughs> and I was, and I always had, I, want, I always had jackass questions. I wanted to ask, like, did you mean that to be out of focus? You know, 
was there a plot that you meant to you try to ask jackass questions yeah i know i want to in my mind oh my my sister and i would come up with these awful questions like that's hilarious uh (laughs) i always try to ask questions i I never really ask questions of those things because i'm like i don't really care or like i know the answer because i've googled it yeah but i will ask questions of those things if i like kind of feel start to feel bad for them like nobody's asking them real i'm not just talking about celebrities i mean like work events if like somebody's not getting any questions I'm like, I just so did that. This, did yeah, I just did that this week. That I was at a, a Rising Leaders Institute. They had their keynote speaker online. Um, so it's always hard. She's trying to be engaging, and, and she just has a face that's you know staring at her. And there's any yeah. questions, and it was like silent for like thirty seconds. It was just forever, you know. It's like, and nobody's, and they're like, no questions, and and she's being oh, nice, like, oh, yeah. I must have done a good job. And I was like somebody asks something right, you know please. you know she put her time so so i find that finally did you know because i'm like that's you're a good man res- for doing that respect you know but yeah. i was just like it's like don't make <laughs> i've been on the Personal other side courtesy. you know too where it's like no please get off the stage no no more questions. No, more- <laughs> no more questions we did a virtual like sipping beer sipping thing for work this week like a team building exercise and the people from the brewery like they were on Zoom call. They were explaining like the process and like any questions and nobody like it was the same thing, just like mm-hmm. spaces. So I was just started making up stuff like, hey, like this is a little hoppy. Does this ferment for a while? No idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, that's not really how it works, but we'll explain it. And I'm okay. like, oh, thank- oh, no, yeah. I'm throwing you a bone. Like you need to kiss my ass now. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I always feel bad for them. You know, like somebody has a question. Yeah. There's just should be at least some or somebody should ask us something. But um, SNL has a great skit. I'll try to find it after we get off this to uh, of a film, small film festival kind of Q and A that was like 100 percent where there's a small audience, or whatever, and like, great, thank, let's bring up some of the the cast and crew, and like everybody but two people in the audience get up, and that's that's <laughs> slam dance where you're like, well, everybody's here tonight, and they're like, whatever, you know, and we're like, I'm like, I think like, I think we're only audience members here, you know, <laughs> non involved non crew. Uh, yeah, that's um, so funny. Um, and then and there's certain things, and then sometimes they bring up too many people, and you know, and like everybody, everybody's act, you know, everybody's been asked a question except the one actor, and right. you could just, you know, because you're just sitting there staring at them, and we always had front row, so we're just like right in their face, and you're you'd be staring. like, you kind of tell like at some point they're like, what am I doing up here? Nobody cares that I'm here. <laughs> you're a good man though for like toughing it out you know and and doing and you know doing your thing with that yeah i do that with comedians too i'm not like watching stand-up which is rare but if i am and and nobody's laughing i'll like force laugh really uh you just i unless it's like offensive but yeah somebody's like trying i'm just like ah come on that's not a ball to do stand-up i stopped by cringe when you had to talk about fake laugh because um i had not fake laugh but uh forced laugh forced. to get things going because i was uh, i got some radio thing and they're like oh stop out we have a web or seminar <laughs> and whatever and something just made me think oh i don't know if this is whatever and of course i get there and it's kind of like a sales you know like at the oh, end we're like no. whatever and then i mean i knew kind of you know right when you sit down you're like oh there's a guy that's kind of hey everybody and i'm like oh yeah, immediately i'm like how do i get out of here and the one of the other radio employees was sitting next to me and so he said something and she's like <laughs> and i'm like oh like i was like no no get, 
get me. The yeah. four slaps. <laughs> no, and because like I was like, oh, she was trying to, you know, it's the same thing. It was the happy days thing. Get a laugh track going so that people like, right, oh, this is the part that's funny. He said a funny. Yeah, right. yeah. See, that's what I do in like real life. If like I if I'm like in a meeting or a call with work and I say something really funny and they're just like, oh, it was great. I'll that's when I'll like retire. I'll be like, okay, that's it for me for the meeting, and I'll stay quiet because then they remember, like, boy, that Matt really was on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like um with forced laughter though, it, it's very difficult to be around because yeah. you're like, oh it just you can't you can't fake that very well. So it's like grandpa humor. You're like, oh, I guess I'll laugh because like I love you and you're old, yeah. but like, this is really not funny. Yeah. And it, you can maybe do a little fake chuckle, like, <laughs> you know, but then right. yeah, there you're like, oh, uh, when you're overdoing it, you're like, no, this is, now that I'm asking, I actually, I never listened to these. So do you add a laugh track in later so people know? I feel like I should. I feel like <laughs> this episode, I need to. Where the funny parts are. And at the end, we have this big <laughs> applause, you know, like flashing credits. You could freeze ourselves. Yes. Sounds of the studio audience. Yeah. There's uh what what is your policy when you are going to a store, whether it's like grocery shopping, whatever, and there's somebody they outside. Fake laugh into, oh, sorry. <laughs> Where are the coupons at? <laughs> you always have to throw your head back into it. Awesome. That way you know it's fake. Or you do the old man smokers laugh, like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what's your policy on a store if there's somebody outside soliciting something? I don't mean like a, a homeless person or somebody has for money, I mean like Girl Scout cookies or sign up for like monthly donations, like a pet yeah. all the time. It's always like ASBCA outside. How do you deal with that? Like, what's your policy? Mine's like, I'm sorry, I can't. Or that's, like, that's good. I, yeah. So, and every once, I think I, where was that? Somewhere they, it's usually because we get a lot of uh, clipboard, you know, would you sign this? Because we want to sign a law into whatever. And sometimes I play with them some, because I know I'm like, what, t- what exactly does this law mean and whatever? And I kind of, waste their time for a few minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh no. You know, and I walk, oh no, I'm oh, not no. saying that. And they walk away. That's awesome. That's yeah. hilarious. That's better than nasty. Yeah. Well, I, I see a lot in Burbank, you know, because you oh, walk through yeah. Burbank, uh, the the mall and whatever. And then you're like, I I need to go look at uh the pizza shop here. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to Cinnabon. Yeah, Sir, they're always no like, Cinnabon do you, here. Like, do you have a minute? And like, nope, 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 nope. Nope. Don't see, live here. Yeah. I do the uh I'll get you on the way out kind gotcha. of thing. Because I don't and then you go yeah. through the, the other door. back employee entrance. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just do the other. Or, or, I, or I pretend I'm like, like frustrated, like, yeah. oh, like I'm looking at my hands. This is like, the worst. <laughs> or the phone. But like a lot, if it's something like for a good cause, like ASBCA, um, I'll say like, you know, I, I already like donated a monthly donor, like keep up the great work. But if it's somebody with like a clipboard that I'm that, like, I'm, the no signage i'm like you could be anybody i'm not yeah they do that at target a lot there's always somebody like selling candy bars outside like do you want to buy a candy yeah. bar for five bucks i'm like no no i'm not buying unsolicited candy from the street <laughs> like it's for school i'm like no yeah i i get we get those at our house sometime and we had no soliciting signs and i would just i'd be mean about it and i'm like and then i'd feel guilty because i'm like oh they're probably just yeah trying but i saw a lemonade stand today Oh really? Yeah, and I yeah, wow. was, and they had one of those huge, you know, orange coolers, you know, whatever. Lemonade yeah. one dollar, and I was like, and I always feel like not, I don't want any of their lemonade because uh, part of me is like, what are these jackass kids doing? Uh, what, what's in right. this? <clears throat> and um, but then part of me is like, oh, they're trying to make money. Um, but yeah, and then and then <laughs> I was like, and then I oh, I should give. It. I'm like, I gotta go. 
I got to go. Right. As long as you thought go. about it, the, the yeah. good deed is done, Robert. I kind of do that. Oh, I hope they make some money. Yeah. Um, I'm like, it's going to be tough a dollar at a time, kids. Really? Come on. <laughs> you know what I do with, with homeless people? Um, if they're like coming up to ask for money before they ask me, I go, do you have a dollar? And, and I go, oh, I was asking you for money. Like, I need, I need some money. <laughs> I've only done that a few times, but it's bad in L.A. It is, but L.A. is the, the capital of everything. <laughs> Hollywood, homeless. Right. <laughs> but that's good that you... This is a dark show tonight. <laughs> it is. Okay. Well, well, time for Blind Man's Bluff. This is where we have a random generator, and it will pick a segment. Uh, it will pick a number on Robert's website at setgender.com. So, for example, A1 would be the first movie that begins with A, like Anaconda, which Robert still hasn't covered If I yet. went to that, yeah. Um, so... Robert, are you up for this challenge? Yes. This has been a dark show. We got to let it happen. We're like, yeah, let's. Okay. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so the, it will be. Are you ready, Robert? Yes. Okay. The letter is G and the number is two. So it's going to be G2, sir. <laughs> G2. Like bingo for filming location. And it's game coming soon. Oh, so maybe we should move on to the next actual. You want let's me to re- redraw it or just go to the next? Uh, well, let's one. go to the next next available one, which would be I'm looking at the gate. I'm not going to go to a block entry, so I say we go do to the gate. We'll do the gate. 1987. Yeah. You probably never seen this. I'm uh, guessing. I've seen your work on Gate Two. That's it. <laughs> the, the wonderful work on the yes, the <laughs> gate was a 1987 film. Um, I saw this in the theater. Um, young Stephen Dorff is in this. Um, and uh yeah it was kind of one of those it has some great it looks scary uh it was i don't know if i'd call it scary it had some great special effects i'm not sure what you kind of force perspective oh. uh type different things that uh i thought still held up pretty well so um so this was on a trip about seven years ago to toronto um it's interesting this pulled up because i had two emails from two different people in toronto really? <laughs> or from from canada uh, one in Toronto, one in Vancouver, emailing me, emailing me about my website today. So I must be getting traction up north. Congratulations. Um, but, um, this was filmed all in Ontario? Yeah. So this okay. was all pretty much that block, I think. is that This was kind of really the only location for this first film. So house looks mostly the same. Um, yeah. I don't remember how I tracked it down or I don't know if it was out there at the time. So I really wanted to get into the back. A lot of things take place in the backyard and uh they unearth home something at the time. right they do yeah and it kind of opens it up why is this chick they, running they, right here they open up the gate the um gate. the gates yeah. of hell yeah well i think so it's been a while since i've seen it but so she's getting uh, but, into a car with a boy yeah she's gonna run with her friends you know like you do in the 80s you just run around and i'm sure she didn't open the door to get in right she just jumped in <laughs> why would you right okay <laughs> come on now so oh, I wouldn't be able to match this up with the trees. You did a good job. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of, over, I say overgrown, but yeah. So I, I did the best I could to get all the different shots of the house. But yeah, I really wanted in the backyard because there's several scenes that take place back there, but no dice, nobody, nobody home. And I just like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go back there. I'm not going to trespass. So Dwarf they- was a cute. Oh, I forgot to read the, uh, the opening synopsis. Oh gosh. 1987 was a great year for horror movies, and I was happy to finally add fan. I was happy to finally add fan favorite, The Gate, to my visit to my location visits. 
While visiting Toronto, I made the trek to visit the house, even though it was out of the way. Like Witchboard and a few other movies, The Gate really got me interested in the technical aspects of film. Oh, a young budding director. This movie excelled in many of its special effects, particularly the forced perspective setups, which hold up very well today. I would rather have those type of effects that left me wondering how they did it than CGI any day. Robert Patterson. That's the the gate. gate. (laughs) That's the gate. Uh, Yeah. So you won't see, obviously, those are all special effects shots that are not on location. But uh, right. But yeah. So this is. I get emails about this Gosh, so movie too. Um, that people people have fond memories of this, and they're just glad they want to go visit the house. But I remember it's way north of Toronto; it's kind of way out there. So, um, and reminds today, me of Poltergeist. All the stuff happening. It, it is a little bit, yeah. It's a very kind of Poltergeist looking with uh, some of those opticals. Um, was it today? I think today or yesterday, the Dawn of the Dead remake, also shot in Toronto, had their anniversary. Oh, cool! Yeah, and Pee Wee's. Uh, 2016 movie came TV's out big, big holiday. Yes. Look at your shot here. You have little streams. Coming I out. was think I was being funny. Okay. I was going to say. I mean, I was, I was trying to. You did a good job. Replications. Of- <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, house pretty much looks the same. Just bigger trees. and. Nice. Um, oh, there's the backyard. I took a, I mean, I didn't take the shot. I, I used a. Uh, Here's Aerial what the backyard shot. looks like. Yeah. So it's still all open. So which I thought, oh, it'd be perfect to get into because they don't they didn't put a, a gazebo or something in it. But they have quite the big yard. They do. This is an awesomely huge backyard. So the gate. And you have quite a few comments on here. People have seen it. And pardon me, I think people, unlike LA locations, rarely are people going to go to this <laughs> this spot, you know. When in Rome, they might, but other than that, yeah. probably not. How often do you monitor the comments? Do you get a lot on your website? Um, here and there. So that as you talked about, it, I'm like, oh, I need to check. Um, you got to check something. I, I check. I was like, oh, because I don't get notified when I get comments. So I have to log in and come look up if people left comments. I see somebody just left a comment on the big bus. Uh, oh, hey, you covered that earlier this year, right? Yeah, somebody, last somebody comment says, I had the idea to visit the bus in a museum, said that it was has been scrapped. Anything from this movie would be worth a few bugs today. <laughs> and this is why you don't read the comments. <laughs> a few bugs? What? I think, I, they meant buck. I think they meant bucks. Oh. Instead of bugs, but okay. um, I can't, I can't uh, ridicule because my website is full of typos. You're a busy guy. Yeah, um, it's not yeah. your fault. It's uh, Dixie Malone. Oh, the person left two comments. I was born Stalker. in 1975. The movie is almost the same age. I had to watch this a few times when I was a kid on VHS and still remember it. So it also means to be like, are people searching the big bus filming locations? Like, how else would you? Yeah, they find absolutely this? are. Yeah, people are like, I wonder where that was shot. On memories. Yeah, that's how I found your website. That's how I met the set chatter. I was like searching around for filming locations and behold, Friday the 13th part six. Came was up. that the one? Okay. I can't remember if it was that or children in the corn that got you. The one that actually lost. got me was Halloween 2018. Gotcha. Really? Somehow I found your site through that one. Gotcha. It was new on your page. It was like yeah. recent visits and I clicked on it. I still I haven't like, finished oh. that page. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I got like a third of the way through the movie. And I'm like, it's under construction. 
it is under construction, so I need to kind of get well, up. I, up my hat's off to you to have that many locations on one website, to be able to upload them uh, in high res, which you do because the files are huge. It takes I, a lot of work. It does. And so actually, I've been trying to do lower res because it takes a while for things to load up. So I need to make it easier for people to. Oh, I think the site's great. Yeah. Well, thank Can you. Can you give us a teaser of what's uh, what's popping up next in set-jetter.com? Um, yeah. So I um, I, I just started, uh, what's the new show called? Minx on HBO. So um, next for my next, I'll be in LA next month. So I'm gonna, Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, check out Minx. So next month I'm going to be doing a lot, a lot of Pam and, Pam and Tommy, Minx, uh, Girl in the Window across, or Women in the Window from the, across the girl across the street or whatever it's called. So Dead Heat, of course, I'm going to be working on uh, when I'm there. Oh, nice. But uh, aren't, you going, aren't we going to Melody Ranch? Uh, yes. Yes, that is my, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, that's my plan as well. Just hopefully, but Westworld is cleared out of there. So hopefully it is free. And I think we're, I'm going to make it on a Sunday. So more than likely there'll be no production people there. So hopefully that, yeah, they'll be cleared yeah. out. That's kind of coincidental that the Westworld site's clearing out because the fans are clearing out of watching the show at the same time. So it's like, it works out because they need um, to end that. Yeah. That um, velocity. Oh, uh, while we're there, I'll probably do a couple of Nope locations. The upcoming upcoming Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, I'm curious what that's still about. I still don't know what that's what's happening. Uh, I don't know. I think Jordan Peele might go with the M Night Shyamalan way of great, great, uh, and then Lady in the Water, like maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll there's, see. There's going to be a twist. There's well, going to be like yeah. a racial undertone kind of thing. I yeah, just, I don't know what it is. But there's something he's still in the mode where, like, you know, you'll see his name in the trailer and like you still get excited. I'm like, oh, what's he going to do next versus, right. you know, like, oh, <laughs> what's he going to do next? <laughs> like the movie what was Shyamalan's last movie. Old, which I haven't Old. seen yet. I, get, yeah. I was like, I'm not paying for that. I need to see it on HBO for free. I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. I saw it and uh, it was better than I expected. Really? OK. Yeah. Expect much, but it was don't, don't, don't expect much. But but no, it's it's. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Yeah. So, but anyway, but now that I say tra- we're thinking back travel because we I think might be going out to Toronto. Uh, so I haven't been out there in seven years, and so I thought I need to catch up on some locations and do some new ones that I haven't uh, been to, or new sh- movies and shows that have been out there. The Boys, I would like to do. Oh, nice! Oh, that'd be a good one. Maybe you can travel. Uh, where was the stand 2020 filmed Vancouver. So, so you should probably re rehead out to Vancouver. And I probably should. And then, um, yeah. So the, one of the emails today was from, he's from Vancouver and, uh, he's like, he, he, he did say, he's like, let me know any pictures you want me to take. And it's like, Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I was like, I usually liked, I would send people out, like get these exact shots. If they're not lined up, you're fired. But, uh, <laughs> Yes, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like this is I the did my opposite direction. Yeah. because uh, well, you know how I am. I was like, well good with me. I uh I got shots for you for American yeah. horror story or something. That is right. So you did well. And you I, I put it on the website. So I almost got killed driving back that day too. I, from there was a guy in a Ferrari, some old like sixty <laughs> year old man having a midlife crisis. And hey, I'm I'm eight years away from sixty, so I mean, he was like 70 and uh, 
He he was sixty's not old, but he was like uh, tailing me, and I'm like I'm going downhill, man. I'm doing like forty. It's like dangerous, and he eventually like passed me on like a road. Yeah. I'm like, oh, drive like, fast. You're saying fun. set jetting isn't worth it. No, no, it was definitely <laughs> worth it. That was fun. Um, I don't yes. have the balls to do that though. To just go up and film random stuff. It's weird. I, I can prank call people in the phone <laughs> away from them, no. and there's no like threat of them seeing me. I can yeah. do all kinds of evil, but like, and Setchin's not evil, but like to go up to somebody's <laughs> house, I'm always afraid. Like, what if somebody like comes out? It's like, what are you doing? By that you know? time, you're back in the car. If it's for a show that you really don't care about, I won't name names, but American Horror Stories. <laughs> um, <laughs> what will you do? But by the time, here's the thing like, usually I get my shots or whatever, and if somebody's come out the door, I, and they're like doing this, like whatever. And you do the wave and you get in the car and go, or that's fine. Or you tell them to mind their own in business and get in the car <laughs> and go. <laughs> I feel like you're very good at it to where I've been with you on, on one day. You, you're like very quick. Yeah. You don't like lollygag and you're like, Oh, let me like match up shots and I'll go over here. You kind of know in your head what you need to get. Yeah. And they take like two minutes, 30 seconds, maybe. Yeah, if it's like that, I was like, I'm like, oh, this is kind of whatever. When we're on uh, Melody Ranch, yeah, we'll take our time and get the fun shots or whatever. If we're doing Bates Motel 1987, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to get this shot of the bank. You know, we were there yeah. longer than the scene was in the movie. <laughs> right. I remember that. That was funny. We the got harassed. guy. You never know who you're going <laughs> to interact with, you know, and that was in a place you're like, oh, we, it's going to be sketchy here. So let's. <laughs> stay in the car but right it's and also too i would imagine if it's a, a location that's very famous like the nightmare on elm street house or something people kind of know like they're gonna take pictures mm-hmm. like you're doing like i heard the um maybe from you but i heard the house in breaking bad like the woman that lives there in real life is like awful and yeah. uh it's like you live in the most famous tv house ever like people are gonna take pictures and she like yeah. yells at you and it's like as and long granted, as you're not, you're not on their property, you're not breaking the law. Yeah. And granted, I think it's probably happened a few times when people throw pizzas on our house. And yeah, that's a mess. And like, why would you do that? Yeah, that's that's vandalism. Um, and the thing is, and I get it because they were probably paid a certain amount. Um, it's usually never quite worth it to for the hassle of getting out of your house or whatever. Um, but right. um, and I could say, yeah, she has people constantly coming up uh, to her house and taking pictures. I'm like, yeah, that would be annoying. Um, but then also I was like, well, maybe you shouldn't have used your house or let them use your house for, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you, you kind of signed up for this, you know, like there's no excuse for throwing pizzas and that's vandalism, but you're going to have fans come by. Yeah. And I could see like, sometimes you never, I mean, there's tons of movies and pilots that never go anywhere. So you're like, yeah, I think somebody shot here or something or whatever. And then who knows, it's going to be like, well, this is the house that everybody wants to visit and you'll never get any rest again. Right, and that's it. That's the end of the story. Unlike the filming locations for Corky Romano, where people will probably be like, "What? What's Corky Romano?" It's like I'm that's sure the, the people. I mean, I, I was on their driveway, and they're probably thinking, "Who is this guy? Why is he taking? Why is he? Why are they in my driveway, but taking a picture of the opposite way?" <laughs> isn't that such a random location for Corky Romano, which is supposed to take place like in New York or something? It was random. Yeah, it was yeah, supposed to be in New York to that house, which is kind of it's almost like townhomes. When he pulls up, he's supposed to be arriving at the veterinarian office. 
Right. Yeah. And it's, it's like just, out of place. It's just a house, you know? And so <laughs> I'm, and part of me is like, this is probably the producer's house or, or right. Yeah. Like that, it's somebody so. that had money involved. Yeah. Like, just use my place to save yeah. money. Yeah. I remember one time I went to, so I'm a huge Arrested Development fan. And so when they had season five, which is admittedly the worst, um, they had this like literally oh, no. one, two second shot of a, uh, uh my, is it one of my second favorite characters' names, Lottie Dottie Da. <laughs> is the I love that character name. Lottie Dottie Da. Lottie Dottie Da. Um, and then um, she has a something a yard sign somewhere, and it's like literally a two second <laughs> shot. And somehow yeah. I found this house down, and it was like way down in Orange or somewhere. And so, and it was like, well, I got to go to this house. You know, like I'll let me go an hour out of the way to get this. <laughs> this one shot and so and i did and the guy comes out and i was like and oh, no. literally is probably one of those like why are you you know why are you taking a picture of my house and i said well i arrested development fan he's like oh yeah i i know the the somebody like prop person or whatever and they just needed a somewhere to put the sign you know like oh is that what yeah. it was yeah it was just like really random and here's the thing nobody except for me ever would even think about going to no, those locations. No. Well, you're, you're a completist. I am a completist. Yeah. So, so you had to do it. Yeah. Let's go an hour out of the way for this. <laughs> I think that'd be a good sketch where like you go to do filming locations, you're matching up um, shots. And then like you, you look back and there's like a character from the movie there. Yeah. And somehow that transported you back into it. And you're just I, like, Oh <laughs> shit. He's oh, here. Doing? I was contacted about they were doing wanted to, or they were pitching a reality show of set jetters to follow you oh, around. Really? And yeah. Are they going to do it? No. I mean, this is years, uh, like three or four years ago. Cause I remember I, I signed a non-disclosure NBA? contract. Yeah, uh, yeah. For them and stuff like that. But um, I think they want to start off strong. Like, I think they really was like, they want you to go to the Goonies house. I'm like, I'm not going to the, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, it's like a like a trail they gave you, sent you on, or something. Well, they they, they just want, they wanted the the big ones first, you know. So they're uh-huh. not like, oh, we're, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to a two second shot from Arrested Development season five. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that would have been a great idea like a few years ago, but now it's there's so many now. YouTube channels and yeah. websites. It would be like nothing new. Um, yeah. Like you do something unique because you you capture things that people haven't even found yet yeah you know but like most people starting out they're like here's the et house here's like <laughs> the empire state building from king back kong to the, or something. back to the future everybody right but you you that's why like you're the probably the best set jetters you get hundreds of things that people haven't like they don't even know where it is the, the weird and quickly movies. too like american horror story like can you get a picture of this house i'm like the episode was on tonight like how like, did you find that you get out there at 8 a.m tomorrow I need to post this right away. <laughs> Do you, is it more important you to be the first one to post it or to have more shots than other people? Like, what's your, um, like first philosophy? one to post first, first one to find, you know? So, and so that's why sometimes like I'm itching, like, like all, all these Pam and Tommy things. I'm like, Oh, I was, it, sometimes it takes a while to find stuff. Yeah. And then in that gap, you know, other people start finding stuff and I'm like, I wanted to, I wanted to post first or find the first, first to post it. There's only been yeah. a one other person that found it and she's a fraud. So, <laughs> so you're the, you're going to be the first real set, the first respected set. Jenna, the she who walks behind the rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, and a child will lead them. By the way, speaking of Children of the Corn, uh, there's action figures now available, uh, officially licensed Children of the Corn action figures for the first time ever. Malachi and, and Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. Are you going to get those, Robert? I don't know what I would do. I would, if I bought them and then I'd put them in a box, I don't know. Um, but it's are you are you going to get them? Yeah, yeah, I, I have to. You have to so just to say for the show that I have them. They're doing another um, screening at the site location. I think this really? summer. Yeah. So Wait on maybe, the in the field. Uh, I think in Town Square. You know. Oh, that's so cool, Outlander. Outlander. We have your woman or whatever the line is, but yeah. Your, your whole voice cut out for me. So I, did, I just saw oh, you yelling. Seize him. Saw, when, when Isaac's oh. yelling, seize him. And his yeah. voice goes eight <laughs> octaves higher. And you're like, is that Mariah Carey screaming? Well, um, but yeah, so they're having another one of those. Amazing. But yeah. I'm not sure if I would go up. I, if you if you came for some reason for that, then I would I would go up there for you. But when is it? I'm going on. Like I think a it's country July touring or July. something like that. Yeah. Which I think that would be that should be good corn time. No, oh, not, not super hot. I think that was, is it knee high by July? Knee high by the 4th of July. Is the, I got to edit that clip and isolate it for the beginning of the show. When you say that's good corn time. Cause that's a, that's such a Nebraska thing to say. And I really don't even, time. I really don't even know what I'm talking about. So no, you're a Nebraska man. That's the heartland. It's good corn time. I am doing like a cross country thing in July. So I'm Are you? talking. Okay. It. Yeah. Well, I'm going to Georgia and Florida and Pennsylvania. I should do a stop over in the Midwest. Florida. <laughs> I want to get COVID. So I was like, to, what? <laughs> no, I'm going to uh, see, a, see a buddy down there. Oh. He's not originally to, from Florida, so it's okay. Are you going to the Galactic Star Cruiser? Be, on it, <laughs> be honest. No, it's so bad. <laughs> I would go to that if um, it was reasonably priced, just to like say that just I would do a review, like a video, but not for like two grand a night or whatever it is. No, or more. That's, I think that's the lowest you can go so um there hasn't been, obviously now it's open and you don't really obviously we got deluged on youtube with all the early media whatever but then i haven't heard anything since so i'm like kind of curious to how long oh, yeah. this is gonna kind of actually last all right but that'll be your show today robert wish you had anything else to add yeah i'm all good thank you for listening to the podcast we'll set gender saturdays thank you robert as always for taking the time to do the show Visit setjetter.com. Thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you on the set. Sun coming up over New York City. School bus driver in a traffic jam. Staring at the faces in a rearview mirror. Looking at the promise of the promised land.